Hey students, you're listening to Answers to Gospel Questions with me, Brother Lawson, and Brother Wing. How are you, Brother Wing? Oh, I'm doing great. Good, good, good. Hey, today we're going to be combining Philippians chapter 3 and 4. I think there's a natural uh, segue here or, or a connection between Paul's discussion in chapter 3 about sacrifice and also his discussion in chapter 4 about being content. Um, so right off the bat, one of the things that Paul says, he talks a lot in chapter three about some of the things that he's given up for the gospel of Jesus Christ. He says it in kind of a cool, fancy Paul way to say it. Um, he says, I count all things, but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. So he talks about, he put away his old life as a Pharisee. And I mean, this guy was, he was pretty legit guy with a lot of respect. And then when he joined the church, he lost all of that. He lost his status, his social status among other Pharisees, other things. Um, so he he lost so much when he became a follower of Jesus Christ. And he says this in verse 8 of chapter 3, For whom I have suffered the loss of all things, speaking of Jesus Christ, I do count all those things that I lost, but dung. You know what dung is, Brother Wing? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, it's, I shouldn't say it's not great. It's just something that you don't care if you lose as well. That's what dung is. Something you don't care if you lose. The great definition. Um, I like that. Yeah, exactly. And so Paul was, he just, he was okay with this sacrifice because of what he gained. I can kind of relate to this before. Uh, I think that I've had experiences like this, I know for sure on my mission, and maybe some of you, I don't know, maybe you return missionaries that are listening to this uh, can relate, or maybe you'll just think I'm super weird. But I remember when I came home from my mission, the night before I came home, my mission president, he interviewed me. And one of the questions he asked me is like, hey, Elder Lawson, like, what was the hardest part about being a missionary? I had served, you know, I had some crazy stuff happen to me. I served in a, in many countries that were uh not really super developed. And uh, there were some crazy conditions that we lived in uh, that were uncomfortable, I'm sure. And in that moment, when my mission president asked me that, I couldn't think of anything that was hard about my mission. I mean, I can think of stuff now. I mean, I can go back uh, and read my journal and and think, oh man, that was that was tough. But I think I was I was okay with that sacrifice. I was content with that sacrifice because I don't think it really meant, I don't think it really felt like a sacrifice to me because of the experiences in drawing close to the Savior and to my Heavenly Father and to the people I was serving. Uh, it didn't seem like like a huge sacrifice to me. What would you say about that, bro? Yeah, I think that's a good illustration for what Paul's conveying here because at the time when we're making a sacrifice for the Lord, it might feel really painful. You know, it might feel really difficult. I remember paying tithing one time when I was in college and I had, I'd been in the routine of paying tithing every month. And then for some reason I like forgot my checkbook or I forgot something or I was like, Oh, I got to pay my tithing again. And it was, this was back in the day where you actually handed the envelope to the Bishop, you know, I'm too, I'm, I'm not old enough to remember those days. Oh yeah. I'll tell you about it sometime. But um, anyway, the the days and weeks and months <laughs> kind of passed by as I was piling up this, what was becoming a bigger and bigger tithing check. And then if, when I finally oh. wrote it after four months, 
you know, which I'm, <laughs> I think the, I think the total was $430, which, Ooh. which was, uh, you know, that's chump change for you now because you're so <laughs> yeah, wealthy. So, yeah. So wealthy now, but at the time I was like, yeah, I began to sweat as I was sitting there in church <laughs> writing this. I was like, Oh man, I, I started to be like, Eric, you better write this thing fast because this is, <laughs> this is going to burn in a hole in my hurt, head. you know? And now I look back and that doesn't, yeah, thankfully that doesn't seem like a ton of money now, um, as far as, uh, four months of tithing, but, but, uh, I think we have those moments where we feel a sacrifice or we feel like the Lord is asking us to do something and it seems really big and hard. And, and what we're really doing is turning our will over to the Lord. We don't see everything that's going on. We're putting a lot of trust in him and that can be, that can be a challenge for us. And then we're all Everybody listening to this podcast is probably old enough where they can look back and see a sacrifice that they made that felt like a sacrifice then, but today it does it it doesn't feel like a sacrifice. Um, it's kind of like what you're talking about with your mission, and that you can kind of see the good and the perspective of it all, and you recognize that maybe there's some things going on today that we think are a big deal, but it's not actually a big deal. In fact, the blessings of giving that thing up the payoff or the the reward to us or the result of that is going to be so important to us and meaningful and valuable to us that it would be a, a no brainer to give that, that thing up. Yet I, yet I recognize these are challenging to see what's really going on. So Paul's per- perspective is helpful. He says in verse 13, um, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Um, another way of saying that is, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. Um, having that perspective to be like, what can come from this? What good can come from this? How is this going to bless me? Um, what can, what good is going to come to other people uh, because of this? And then may, maybe most importantly is how is this going to strengthen my relationship with heavenly father and yeah. Jesus Christ? I mean, this is how Paul's seeing things and therefore we kind of start to see the value of making a sacrifice for the Lord. And we kind of want to do those things and we right. want to offer up. We And as we gain experience with that, we really do get what Paul's saying about to, to have the mind of Christ. Excellent. I love that. So, so in, in the next chapter, in chapter four, one, there's a real famous scripture that, uh, that was, is the youth theme for this year the, you know, at FSY, and some of you may have been counselors at FSY, you heard the scripture a million times. Uh, we hear the scripture, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Now, this is written by a guy that is has been thrown in jail, who knows how many times. He could be in jail at the moment that he's writing this letter. Um, so what does this mean? Like, why, how, why does he feel this way when he has so many hard things happening to him? Why does he feel this way that he can do all things through Christ, which strengthens him? What do you think about that in chapter four? Yeah, it's an impressive testimony. He says in verse 11, I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Mm. Now, I'll be honest with you. I have not learned that. <laughs> you know, and so He has over time developed this confidence and this peace you know, adopted this piece and felt it. And and it's a part of who he is now. And so he can testify with boldness that he can do all things through Christ. And 
that's something that I think we're all striving for. And I want to be more like that. And so students, or as you're listening to this podcast, I have a little scripture study suggestion for you now. If you're inspired by chapter Philippians chapter four, verses 11, where he says that he's learned to be content in all things, or in 13, where he says that he can do all things uh, through Christ, and you want to be more like that, here's my invitation for you. Take uh, Philippians chapter four, verses one through nine, and then take a peaceful moment to study those nine verses and look for the action items, the yeah. things that Paul is telling us to do. Now he's talking to the Philippians, but you you treat it like he's talking to you. So what act? What is the action item that he's telling those people, and thereby also telling you? And then, kind of as you walk through those verses, looking for the action items, what else is he saying in there? And right. how is this? How is all of this basically solving the mystery about how we can learn to be content in all things, or Excellent. how we can? have the confidence that we really can't do anything with Christ. Excellent. Excellent. Students, this is a, it's a process. It's a lifelong process. I love that brother wing has admitted that he hasn't learned how to be content. I think all of us can relate to that. And, uh, but I know that as we draw closer and closer to the savior, we can learn as Paul has learned. And what a great thing to be able to confidently say that we can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us, even in the even in the midst of sacrifices we're making for the kingdom of God. Uh, I think that's I think it's awesome. All right, students, thanks for listening to this episode of Answers Gospel Questions. Share it with somebody else, and we'll see you at Institute. Love you, good to everybody. Stay righteous. Mm-hmm.